Welcome, welcome. This is Katie Staler, and you are listening to episode one of The Crunchy Behaviorist. So just a heads up, today is going to be an intro day. I'm going to talk about who I am, what I'm about, and why I'm doing this. If that's not your thing, totally fine. Just hop into the next episode. I prefer when I know who I'm listening to. I tend to trust people more when I know a little bit about their stories and their purpose. So I just wanted to give you that background and let you know who I am and why I'm doing this for you. Because, you know, it's important to me that this is helpful. And I feel like to make it more helpful, it would be better if you know a little bit about me. So again, if you're interested in that, listen on. If you're not, I'll see you in the next episode. Welcome to the Crunchy Behaviors Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Staler, and I'm a licensed psychologist, certified school psychologist, and a suburban hippie. But more importantly, I'm a mom of two living in the real world. I know that parenting is really hard, and I literally give parenting advice for a living. So I want to use this podcast to give you some practical tricks and tips to hopefully make things feel a little bit easier. This is going to be a place where we can talk about anything related to parenting, life, and balancing parenting with life. I'm so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. All right, we're back in. So I'm going to ask for a little bit of forgiveness and grace while I figure out this podcasting thing. I am new to this, and I don't know. Do you introduce yourself every time? Do you have a separate intro? I don't know. So um, forgive some audio glitches if they happen or some rambling or some awkwardness as we figure this out, Um, but I'm learning. And I'm also really open to feedback. So if something I'm doing isn't like working for you or, you know, you feel like there could be a better way, just just let me know because I am open to those suggestions. So um, to get started, um, I'm Katie. I grew up in a really small town in Pennsylvania, um, Western Pennsylvania. Probably have never heard of it. If you know about Groundhog's Day, which I think most people do, my town was smaller than Punxsutawney and about 20 minutes away from there. So that's kind of where I'm from. I am currently living in Pittsburgh. Well, just just outside of Pittsburgh. Um, I lived in the city for years and then we moved into the suburbs when we found out I was pregnant with my son. So, um, you know, still really close to the city, still love the city. Um, I moved here for grad school about, well, I guess over a decade now ago and just stayed. Um, initially when we first moved here, I took a job at a school for kids with autism. I worked in a summer program, um, doing one-on-one support for a kiddo with pretty challenging behaviors. And, you know, that was my first experience ever working, um, well working, you know, I worked through college and whatnot, but my first like real job, um, and it was the first job with, um, kids with such significant, um, challenges and it was my first time living in the city. So I, you know, at the ripe old age of however old I was then, um, I was coming in just kind of doing all of these new things and it was really scary and overwhelming, but it was also awesome. And a lot of the things that came from that first summer are things that I still feel really passionate about. I still love where I live and I still love working with kids on the spectrum. It's probably 
um, I guess, I guess a specialty of mine. It's, it's what I do a lot of. So that, you know, that first summer, you never know how things are going to work out like that, but it really kind of shaped who I am and what, what came of my life along the same lines. Um, that first summer I met my husband, Mark, he was working in the same program with the same group of kids that I was working with. So, um, we got to know each other that way. Um, and then the end of summer, party for the, for the group, we went to a karaoke place and I made him sing summer nights. And then, you know, the rest was kind of history after that. So that's a little bit of our backstory. Um, you know, we got married eight years, almost eight years ago. And we, you know, both work in the field. We both work with primarily with kids with autism. Mark still works at the school. Um, for kids with autism. And it's, you know, a pretty big passion of ours. We're very involved in community outings and whatnot. We have um, a couple of friends on the spectrum that we support regularly and, you know, take to dinner and have over at our house and stuff. So it's a really big part of my life and his life. And it's, you know, a really cool passion that we share. Um, so that's kind of, you know, the, the beginning of everything. Um, I went to grad school and got my doctorate. And, you know, worked in various settings. I worked in schools, like, during, you know, practical experiences while I was still in school. And then I worked for a hospital for a while. And I'm currently working for a private practice, which I really enjoy. I would say my specialties are definitely autism spectrum, um, ADHD, and behavioral issues. I work a lot with families and parents on, like, how to manage some significant challenges. I'm definitely best with behaviors, impulse control, social difficulties, and dysregulated emotions. Um, if you're not sure what that means, it's a term that I use a lot. So I, um, what I mean when I say that is, you know, emotions are either bigger then they should be given a certain situation or they don't make sense. So if something good happens, we go all the way to too good, you know, think we get too excited. Or if something bad happens, we go to, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me, that kind of thing. Um, it's just, it's really a calibration issue. And, you know, it's not always contextually appropriate. It doesn't always fit the situation. Those are the kids and the clients that I work with. So that's kind of my professional little gig. Um, I also do diagnoses and like prescriptions for services and stuff like that. And in that sense, I see a more broad range of of clients and diagnostic issues. But the majority of my work, I would say, is definitely um, challenges. Um, I also work a lot with anxiety and especially anxiety that may not look like anxiety. So like anxiety that comes out as anger or anxiety that comes out as behaviors. So those are things that we'll definitely talk about more in another episode because something I'm really passionate about. But um, that's kind of like my professional little niche and whatnot. Um, at home, I mentioned my husband, Mark. Um, we have two kids. So um, my oldest, William, is five. He is ridiculously blonde. Like his hair is almost white. So he's, you know, got that going for him. He loves baseball. And he is one of the most enthusiastic beings on earth. Like I don't know that I've ever met someone who's so fired up on life. Um, but it's real cool. It's fun to do anything with him because he's so, he's all in. Um, and he, you know, he feels, he feels really big feelings. And when he's happy, that's awesome. Um, but on the contrast, sometimes like if something goes wrong, 
we have a lot of frustration. And I would say he's been a big part in helping me really understand what um, behaviors that come out of something else like anxiety or other factors. He's really helped me kind of figure out how to do that. So I, I owe a lot to him for all these opportunities that I get to practice the skills that I talk about all the time. Um, so William's a big guinea pig for me as far as therapy techniques and treatment options. So I try not to recommend things unless I have tried them myself or at least would be willing to try them myself. So I do try to make sure that the things that we talk about you know, with my work and clients and the things that I'll talk about here are things that I would be able to do myself because otherwise what's the point, you know, like we're not talking about aspirational things here. That's, that's not the podcast that I want to have. I want to have something that's practical, something that's doable. Um, because if it's not doable, it's not going to be, it's not going to work, you know? So, um, so that's William. He's going to kindergarten in the fall and, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm sure will pop up from that. But so far, we're all excited, and we're very much looking forward to it. So um, I talk, I'm talk. i sure I'll talk about him a lot because he he's awesome, but he gives me lots of things to think about, and he makes me question my skills as a parent daily, which brings me to my daughter. Um, so Evelyn is three and real sassy. So she's... Um, you know, I guess sometimes people like make jokes like, oh, like you just wait, you just wait until you have a kid like you and you're parenting them. And it's, it's very true. (laughs) There's something to be said for that. So, um, Evelyn is all into girl things and unicorns and glitter and sparkles and dressing herself in her own ways. And she's very, very individual and she is very, very her own person. And it's awesome, but it does, create some challenges whenever you try to give her some direction that she does not feel she needs to take. So those are all things that we deal with on the regular over here. Um, But again, you know, lots of things to discuss and practice from that. So, you know, and I, this is a parenting podcast and I'm hoping to give some strategies that will help others be good parents or at least feel competent enough to tackle some of these harder things. Um, That's my goal. But just as a disclaimer, I have kids and I certainly do not have everything figured out. So I, you know, just doing what I do, I have a lot of techniques just that I know and a lot of things that I know how to do because of my job. That doesn't mean that things go perfectly for me all the time. Um, If you've ever been to my house you are aware that things are not, you know, we're not, we're not talking like magazine quality here or anything like that. Um, if you've ever seen me leave Target when my kids aren't allowed to get a toy, um, you've probably seen me carry one or both of them out. So, I mean, that, that stuff happens and it happens to me too. Um, I just tend to see it through a different lens and I'm not, not to say that it's not frustrating. It absolutely is. When you have to carry your kid out of any place, it's really frustrating. But, um, you know, sometimes if you know what's going on or at least can, after you're not in the heat of the moment anymore, zoom out and see what's going on, it makes it feel a little bit more manageable. So, you know, I am not going to pretend like everything I do works flawlessly for my kids because that's just not true. You know, like it's not, I don't want to give false assumptions that I'm going to give you some ideas and everything is going to go smoothly. 
I'm hoping it gets better. And I'm hoping that some things that, you know, we talk about, you'll be able to take with you and use and they'll make things easier for you. But, you know, perfection, I don't think is our goal here. And, you know, if that's what you're hoping for, then I might not be your girl. Um, But if you want someone who is willing to try the things that they're recommending, and if you're willing, you know, wanting someone who's going to tell you the truth, um, that's me. You know, so that's where I come in, which kind of brings me to why I'm doing this podcast. So I, you know, I work with a lot of people in my day-to-day work and I have a lot of conversations that to me are really common. Like I talk about things like potty training and I have those conversations so often, but for people who don't do what I do and who aren't in the field, these are all brand new things and brand new ideas. And I feel like just the way it is to get help and services for kids, it's it's really hard to get in to see someone. And I feel like as a field, the mental health profession could do a better job of talking to people in a way that makes sense and being honest about things. Um, I And not that anyone is being deceitful on purpose. I think that you know, I am at work. Sometimes I get really overwhelmed. I see a lot of people, everybody has a lot of needs and it, it's hard to always take the time to work through every issue that a parent has. I try, um, but it's, it's really hard. So I think a lot of the things that we experience as parents are, you know, are hard, but, there's some level of that being typical behavior. So I see a lot of kids that actually don't even have a diagnosis. They might be doing something, but they're not, it's not beyond what's typical. That doesn't mean that there aren't things that can be done to help with that. There are, which is where I come in. So I want this to be a place where, you know, like just because of my training and my experiences, like I, I know a lot of stuff that not everybody knows. And I think that, um, sharing that information. And what I'm hoping will happen is that, you know, through talking through issues and just like, sometimes I think when you're parenting or when your kid's having a tantrum or your kid is late to potty train, it feels like you're the only person going through that. It feels like everybody else's kid is making, you know, museum quality artwork and reading and, you know, like reading novels or writing novels and it it feels like you're stuck and your kids behind and there's something wrong and that's just not always true um i think that social media makes this a lot harder because we're you know putting up what the best thing our kid did um and you know behind the scenes you're looking at stuff you're looking at everybody else's highlight reel while you're kind of like living in your reality so um, as someone who often has dishes in their sink and their kids are often dirty, like I'm here to tell you that like, you're not alone. And parenting is hands down one of the most rewarding things that I've ever done, but it's also the hardest. And I want to use this platform to talk about things like that, because I think there's power in knowing that certain things are normal. Or even if they're not, I think there's power in knowing that there's a reason why things are happening. And even though, you know, this isn't therapy or you're not coming to see me for treatment or diagnosis, this is a way to get information out there because, I mean, there's a ton of information 
on the internet and there's a ton of misinformation on the internet. And I just, I want to be a place where we can talk about things that are important and should be talked about, but also a place that you can like, you know, you don't have to agree with me. You know, I'm going to talk about what I know and give you some of my suggestions and things that I think. Um, I want to talk a lot about my own kids and it doesn't mean that what works for me is going to work for you. My approach and what I try to do with my clients and recommend to people is a balanced approach because I know just other psychologists and mental health clinicians in the field, like we tend to, we see somebody for, you know, one, one diagnosis and it's, you know, we dump all these suggestions on like, you should go to this therapy and do this and have the school do this and then do X, Y, Z and everything will get better. That's great. And while that might be true, it's not always practical. Services are not always available. We don't always have time to do that. We have other kids, we have jobs, we have family obligations. There's a lot of reasons why the 10 recommendations that someone makes aren't possible for you. So I I tend to advocate for a more balanced approach. Do what you can. Do what fits naturally into your family schedule. Because here's the thing. Even if those 10 things would make things a lot better for you, it's not going to work if you can't do it. And it's not going to work if you can't sustain it. So I want to come up with a way to kind of share some things. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, some ways for you to like have some tools, have some resources. I'm all about building a toolkit, right? So that's something I'll introduce a little bit more in probably the next episode. I'm not totally sure yet, but um, your parenting toolkit is something that you can pull on and use what works in a given situation. And I just, I want you to know that you can do this. Everybody can do this, even if you have the most challenging child in the world. And my guess is that you don't. But let's say you do. You can do this. There are things that you can do and tools that you can pull from your kit that will make things better. And it's just knowing what to do, having some options, and just feeling confident enough in your ability to do it. And that's kind of what my hope is for this podcast. Like, I... You know, I am a psychologist, I am a doctor, but I'm not your doctor, not your psychologist. So I just, I'm just providing information. I'm not guaranteeing that any given thing that we talk about is going to work for you, but I want you to know about it. And I want you to know that there are options and that if you can't follow X, Y, and Z plan to the T, that you're not failing as a parent. You are living in the real world as am I. And I just, you know, I want to give a little bit of empowerment back to make things that, you know, feel really hard, seem a little bit more manageable. That's my whole goal. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of bigger issues in the way that we work with kids and schools and, you know, kids with diagnostic considerations. I think that the mental health field, like, I think we could improve as a whole. Um, but, but I'm hoping that this is a place to start with that. And, you know, you don't have to agree with everything that I say. You know, I'm really okay with that. What works for me may not work for you. But, you know, I think talking about the realities of what we're facing and just having some options to try, I think that can be really powerful. Because 
Here's what I think. The biggest barrier and the thing that makes all of this so scary is that we're going to mess something up, right? At least that's how I feel. You know, like I feel like if I do something and it's the wrong thing that my kids are messed up for life. And nobody's going to do this perfectly. Absolutely not. But, you know, like at the on the same side, like, you know, I don't think it's possible for anyone to do everything perfectly. I also don't think it's possible for someone to totally screw everything up. If you are listening to this and if you are interested in becoming a better parent and trying things that are going to help your kid, I can already tell you that you're not messing everything up. It's a process. And when our kids are born, and I say this a lot, and it's a little bit cliche and I'll try not to do it too, too much, but like when our kids are born, they don't come with a manual. There's not always... Uh, if they do this, do that and problem solved. You know, it gets a little bit messier than that. Um, you know, sometimes you're looking for the right path to take with your kid and there are 10 paths. Which one do you choose? And my, my thinking on that is which one can you do? That's the path to take. So we'll talk more about that. But that's kind of what, what I'm about. You know, I want to give you tools And I want to give you some feelings of confidence to make make yourself know you can do this. You can get through this. And, you know, I want to talk about things that are common, common parenting issues. I want to talk about potty training and sleep and tantrums, um, communication, anxiety, those kinds of things. But we can talk about less common stuff too. We can talk about, you know – sensory issues or pica, which is eating non-food. We can talk about, you know, more significant behaviors. Basically, I'm willing to talk about whatever people feel like will be helpful. So I have some ideas and some things that I'm thinking that I'll discuss, but I'm open to suggestions. And, you know, all you need to do is reach out to me. And if you have a question or a concern or if there's something you want me to talk about directly, let me know. So there's a couple places you can find me. Um, I have a website. It's fairly new. Also, this is kind of a new direction for me. But um, it's Dr. Katie Staler, um, D-R-K-A-T-I-E-S-T-A-H-L-E-R.com. Um, I'll link it in the show notes as well. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Katie Staler, or um, I have a Facebook group, Dr. Katie Staler. So, um, you know, come join me and we can kind of start figuring out which direction this is going to take. I, you know, I want it to be helpful. I hear all the time that people just don't have access to this information. I would like to give you access to this information. So look me up, um, you know, let me know what you think of the show. If I talk too much or not enough, or if my sound quality is weird, or if I introduce myself too many times, all of these things are entirely possible. And I am really open to feedback and want to provide something that's going to be useful. And, you know, I, I don't want to waste your time. And I want to make sure that we're, we're doing something that's going to make everyone feel a little bit better. So I appreciate you listening to this episode and I look forward to making more. So enjoy your day and I will talk to you all soon.